Hi, I'm Rachel Goodwin and I'm a channel and healer who loves to teach and empower others. My work is about teaching you how to make a strong and powerful connection with your divinity, your divine spark, soul, higher self, whatever you want to call it, and then bringing that divine power right smack centre into the middle of your life so that it mixes and integrates with your everyday life and your everyday self. To me, this is ascension as it creates an overall rising of vibration and is where my path and yours has always been leading. Welcome to the Sacred You podcast. This is episode number three and today I have for you a interview, a wonderful interview with the inspirational Lee Chapin. So I'm not going to talk too much beforehand because there's just so much good stuff for you to hear on the interview. Um, Lee is a spiritual counsellor. She's a psychotherapist and channel and she works with the Holy Family. She's written some wonderful books. Um, We talk about her book of inspirational messages from Mary Magdalene and also her upcoming book um, channeled from Sarah. That's a work in progress just now, but you can hear more about that. And also we'll be talking about sacred earth work and some practical tips of how to how you can live a life of spirituality but to start with today I wanted to do a water blessing for us yesterday I was having a walk um, back from the town Uh, the town I live is in Denmark it's a town called Roskila and we are very fortunate to have very beautiful sacred springs here um, and there's a spring quite close <clears throat> to where I live um, it's called Klosterkeelen but I call it a Saint Maria spring because it has wonderful um, divine feminine energies and there's some little steps you go down into it it's like a little stone um, enclosure and there's two sides to it where the water comes up. And on one side, um, it's very Mary Magdalene, very Sophia energies. And on the other side, it's very Mother Mary Shekinah 
energies. So it's 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 really an incredible energy. Um, and I have some of that water here today. And if you want to join me in this blessing, if you're at home and you want to just get a bowl and, and get some water, just um, stop the recording and go and do that now. But if you're out and about, don't worry, um, I'm going to send out the energy from this water blessing so that, you know, wherever you are and however you're doing things, you can um, receive this energy. So I'm just going to start by um, asking Mary Magdalene to bless the water. So you can just, if you're doing the blessing as well, just put your hands above the water and ask Mary Magdalene to bless the water with us. Just take some nice, quiet, deep breaths while you do this. And just imagine the energy is coming from your hands and into the water, sent by Mary Magdalene. And on my water, I've got some beautiful um, dried rose petals floating. You know, when people give me roses... I always keep them and dry them out and then keep them for putting on sacred water because it's such a lovely thing to do. And when I was at the when I was at the springs yesterday, it's our local council that looks after these springs and so, you know, they have a rotor for how often they go round um and clean them up and unblock them and stuff. So sometimes things can get a little bit um behind or uh, I noticed yesterday that there's quite a lot of blocked up um I think it's underneath the bridge so like because quite often if I go along and I notice these things and I give them a bit of a clean out but this one it's it's gone, gone under a bridge and I uh, it needs I think something needs to get under there to to like push out some of the debris but because the water's building up there's quite a lot of um it's not pondweed exactly, it's sort of algae grown, so it's not, it's, not, it's not the prettiest. I mean, the water, because it's coming out, it's coming out of a tap, so it's pure and it's beautiful and it's lovely, and that's what I've got here. But I was sitting and, you know, um, looking at the algae that was growing, and I thought, yeah, this meditation today is about clearing out the old stuff that's blocking things up so this beautiful and pure water can flow because as many of us know, the divine feminine is still needing to get a clearer channel onto the earth just now. And so just, if you can um, do this safely, just close your eyes for a moment and just imagine that this beautiful water energy that we've blessed and I'm sending this out to all of you now this beautiful water energy just imagine that it's coming along in greater and greater measure and it's just gently but powerfully pushing out all of the debris And if you like, you can imagine a stick or something (laughs) that needs to clear any of that debris away so that this beautiful divine feminine Mary Magdalene 
Mother Mary energy, water, can flow unimpeded down through the channels, reaching all the places where it needs to go on the earth. And you can feel this water flowing through yourself, coming in through the top of your head, this beautiful divine feminine water energy. Imagine it coming in through the top of your head, washing out, going through all your channels, washing out any debris, down through your neck and arms and hands, down through your body, down through your knees and your feet and into the earth. Washing down through your aura. Beautiful shower. Showering through all of your bodies. Physical body. and All of your energy bodies. Being cleansed and cleared by this loving and gentle and yet powerful divine feminine energy. And especially breathe it into your heart. Clearing away anything there that is ready to be cleared right now. And then just imagine yourself energetically being sprinkled with beautiful rose petals and all around your aura. You can put your hands on your heart if that's something you can do right now. And just take some extra breaths into your heart centre, strengthening and filling up from that place. And then just letting go of this image to be give thanks to those who have helped us today, Mary Magdalene. And I hope you enjoy this interview and um, all the things that we're mentioning. I'm going to put them in the links in the show notes underneath. So you'll be able to click on um, Lee's website. Also, I make essences from these um, different springs. I have about 20 of them so far in Roskila. Um but um, I'll put a link beneath for that as well in case you want to um, get one of those and you can use it as like an aura spray, put it in your bath. But thank you for being with us today. If you want to um, use the water, if you've blessed some water today, you can just have it standing in your room and it evaporates very slowly or you can put it in a bath, you can put it on your plants, um, or you can also, you know, rub it on different chakras um, and it gives a lovely energy that way as well. So that's it for today. Enjoy the interview. 
Lots of blessings. So, hello everybody. I'd like to welcome Lee to the Sacred You podcast. Hi, Lee. Good morning or good evening. I'm in the US, so it's well, it's afternoon here, I guess. So, hello. Well, this isn't this isn't going out live. This is going to be going out as a recording. So it could be good morning, good evening, good afternoon. <laughs> could be any time, any time that people are listening to this. So, um, so thank you very much for joining us today. I'm really excited to be able to speak to you. I was so pleased when you said that you would come and have a chat, and I'm really interested to hear a little bit about how things have been in your life. So do you want to just start, Lee, by just saying a little bit about yourself and what you do? And we'll just start from there. I am a master's level psychotherapist. I have a degree in counselor education. And the first part of my career, I was a traditional mental health counselor. And then about 26 years ago, I was gifted to be able to receive the words of spirit from one particular spirit guide named Grand. And over that 26-year course, I have become a versatile voice channel for spirit for the ascended masters, the galactic realm, the angels, the archangels. And so I combine my traditional psychotherapy skills with my ability to hear spirit to help people understand their problems from a higher perspective. So it's, it's been a beautiful, beautiful journey, a beautiful marriage of combining uh, traditional therapy with my ability to hear spirit to help people. And people seem to really respond to this level of of help that they receive from the ascended masters and angelic beings. So I'm really, really honored to be able to do what I do. Wow. It sounds really, really interesting. So you said 26 years. So that's quite a while now, isn't it? It is. It's my channeling anniversary. The day spirit came to me was March 21st, 1993. I remember the exact moment because I was receiving a Reiki session and I remember that day feeling like I was supposed to receive some kind of a message. I just thought it was some kind of an awareness that was going to come to me through, you know, be, just being relaxed in the in the, the Reiki session. And I began to channel my spirit guide named Gran. And to my delight, I was quite surprised, even though seven years prior, I had had a psychic reading from a lady who told me that I had the abilities to be uh, a channel, a voice channel. And she had channeled my guide grand to me that day, seven years prior. But as life goes on, I sort of forgot about that and didn't think about grand, didn't think about channeling. I was in uh, my life, you know, doing my thing. And that particular day, grand showed up. So a veil apparently had been lifted. They must have been working on me for all those seven years. And I was quite in shock. <laughs> wow. So, but it was something you were, you were open, you were open to the, the whole channeling thing and that was okay with you. I was because I've been studying metaphysics since mid eighties. And so I was a, a, a really avid spiritual metaphysical seeker. And so this was right up my alley, even though I didn't think I had this ability was not, I mean, the lady had told me, but you know how you get readings to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I was just in shock, but I am really a very devoted person. And so from that day, I have been working with spirit diligently for the last 26 years. If not daily, I work with spirit almost, you know, every other day. I, I do readings. I do readings for myself. I do classes. 
Um, and so I've been devoted to this. This became my life over the 26 years. So it wasn't like, oh, this happened. And then I just forgot about it again. It was a passing fancy. It actually became my career. Mm. Um, and what about, uh, what about when, when you were a kid? I mean, what was life like for you then? I mean, is this, I don't, I guess you didn't imagine that this is what you would be doing later on in your, in your adult life. <laughs> Absolutely not. I was, to my awareness, I was not psychic or intuitive. Uh, I remember my mom, always said that I was kind and trusting. I remember those were the words that she used. But, um, you know, I wanted to get a degree in psychology. And so my focus when I was young was I was getting a master's degree. And so I have a, got a bachelor's in psychology and a master's in counseling. So in my life, you know, I'm going to be a counselor. And, and But I had no idea I was going to be a, become a spiritual counselor. So Yeah, because that's it. My, because you, you, are, you are doing that work, aren't you? You're just doing it in another way. Or with an ex- with extra layers, shall we say? With extra help, with extra help. I yeah. do. I do remember uh, to share this. I, the, I was working on a psychiatric unit. This was in about 1987, and I remember thinking there's a better way of helping people, but I didn't know what it was. And that was before I started channeling, and I just had that vague sense. And then when I started channeling and doing the work, and then decided that I was going to to bring the marriage of traditional therapy with spirit I was like oh that's what I was feeling you know so it's like you have this awareness or an understanding on some level there's a better way of helping people but I hadn't grown into myself yet you know at that point in 19 you know mid 80s 87 88 whatever it was but you could feel you could feel it was there I did it was like it was just like you know have you ever thought well you know there's just there's something here and I, I can't put my finger on it and yet when this all began to happen and then I combined the marriage of my work or began to, to structure how I was going to work that worked for me and my personality and my skill set, like, bingo, this is what I was thinking about back that day in the psych unit when I was thinking there, there has to be a better way of helping people. And so for me, it, it, it really nurtures me. It excites me. And plus it's fascinating because I'm always learning and growing and the information that comes through me through spirit. I'd have no way of accessing that as a traditional psychotherapist because I work a lot with uh, helping people understand their past lives and how those patterns and imprints are still carried over into our current life that are affecting our challenges, our behaviors, you know, our relationships, even our health, uh, just, our, you know, our higher spiritual life, our soul journey. So I'm able to access the Akashic Records and be able to help people understand the bigger picture of their soul and why they're here and as a therapist, I would have no way of ever doing that. No, no, of course not. Um, I've been reading uh, one of your books recently, um, the Mary Magdalene. They're channelings, aren't they? The the enlightenment. That, oh, the path to enlightenment. Yes, that's that's, oh, yes. that's is that is that's channeled um, from Mary Magdalene, isn't it? It is channeled for Mary Magdalene. Yes, thank you for doing that. Thank you for reading those. I have been working with the Holy Family since 1997. And then I lose track of time. I say 15 years, but I'm not sure. It is either 15 years or longer. Every Monday morning, I have a teleconference class where I channel the universal teachings of Mary Magdalene to a small group on a teleconference class. Okay. And so that book is part of a compilation of Mary Magdalene's universal teachings from those 15 years. 
And so I've recorded all my channelings. I have them all in transcripts. I have volumes and volumes of material uh, that if you saw all my physical CDs, old cassettes, (laughs) and written transcripts uh, of everything that I've brought forth, you'd be like, oh, my God, what is she going to do with all this? But so we put some of that into an ebook. <laughs> okay, okay, because that makes sense. Because like I've been reading it like one page at a time, and then you know, and then I read another page the next day because you know there's 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 a lot there. There's a lot in it, and it's like I need to sort of absorb and process each page. And also, like the things that I'm reading, they're kind of things that I've kind of known at the corner of my eye, and then reading it, it like it just like grounds it in me. And I just go, because I read it and just go, oh, yeah, I really get that. And then it's sort of, it's sort of in me properly. And, but you can sort of tell that there's, there's just so much in it that it's probably happened over quite a long period of time. I did, I did think that it sort of felt like something that had been a long, a long process sort of, yeah. And the readings, people tell me there's layers to the information. So when you're reading it, there's layers to that information. So you can read it one time, you can go back to it again, and you can get a whole new perspective or can awaken something within you and you can have an epiphany. So I have people say, oh, every time I read your books or read your material, then I see something different. You know, I hear something different. I feel something different. Something awakens within me. So I feel like there's layers of energy that's been downloaded through those transmissions. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and uh, yeah, I, yeah, I always, I always think that with channelings, it's like, there's the words and then there's the energy and it's the energy that really does, you know, it holds the words together, but it's like, there's a whole pattern or a matrix or something that exists yes. as that channeling. And it's just, it's so much more profound than just the words, isn't it? And it's like, but I suppose the words hold it, you know, they're like the, the, the key and they're the way the way to get through to that um matrix of energy but um but yeah i'm 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 really i'm really enjoying it so yeah i wanted to mention that to you oh, thank, thank you, you. It, it's so it's so helpful it's it's so helpful because you know it's not a on you know oh i mean so many new age things isn't it people say oh you shouldn't say things in a negative way but you know this is not an easy world to live in i think you know it has lots and lots of challenges so it really helps to read books like that one because <laughs> it, it oh, smooths the path somewhat, I think. <laughs> well, you're the first person who uh, has shared this with me because I put that book together last fall okay. with my, my, with my, with my um, spiritual son, Jared. He actually does the transcriptions for me, does all the typing for me. So I channel it, takes a team, and he does the transcriptions, and then he, he helped me put it into an ebook. So thank you very much because um, – uh, when I did it, it was like, okay, will people understand this? Will they understand these short messages? Will they, you know, I want it to be inspirational. I want it to be thought provoking. I want to be able to shift people in terms of their energy with the imprints. Cause I, I feel like all three books that I have, they're portals, you know, they're portals to help awaken people. Yes, yes, yes. And I think, I think they are Lee, definitely. Yeah. So you said that you channel, did you say you channel for yourself every day? Is that, is that right? Yes, I do indeed. Okay. So what does that, what does that look like when you, when you do that? Well, every morning when I first wake up, I speak to master Jesus 
and he is one of my primary guides. And I set boundaries in terms of how I work with spirit because they used to wake me up in the middle of the night and I'd be like, no, 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 no. I, I like to sleep. We can't do this. <laughs> so I'm like, when I wake up the first thing in the morning, this is my time that you can bring the transmission to me of what you want to share with me for me personally, or if there's something I need to know universally. And so right when I wake up, there they are. And almost every day it is, it is, um, it is Joshua. And also my spiritual guide, uh, her name is Ophelia, who comes and he always says, you know, um, you know, greetings, it is I, Christ, and Ophelia is here as well. And so I spend about 30 minutes in quiet time listening to their messages and helping them to download energy to me. Uh, I'm working a lot now with the seven sacred flames with uh, from the book called Aurelia Louise Jones book from Mount Shasta, California. And I... I call in the flames to begin to invoke the energy of the resurrection flame to continue to keep my energy strong and my body healthy. And I call in the cosmic flame. I call in the flame of the violet flame. So I use that time just to like revitalize myself and re-energize myself. And it seems to be working because my energy seems to be so much better. So when you're when you're receiving the information from them, do you do you write it down or you just let it like come into you? For myself, I just let it come in because I'm actually still laying in bed. And yeah, so yeah. that's my time to relax um, and just be present with them. Uh, and so I don't always remember what they say, but um, it's okay because I'm sure I'm receiving it, you know, as I need yeah. to receive it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was wondering because like like first thing in the morning, like when when I wake up, I don't think I can write. And I was thinking, oh, God, I wonder if she writes it down or just like lets it, lets it come in. But that, so that really, that really, that really makes sense actually. So well, I have so much, mater- I have so much material. Like I said, you should see the volumes of material. <laughs> Something else to write. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and too early in the morning as well, like before the first cup of tea or coffee. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, I just like to listen and it's comforting and I don't try to to put any mental thought into it. I mean, it's not to, what am I trying to say? I don't want it to be a mental process. I just want it to be able to experience and to feel, you know, what they're transmitting to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I do, I do, I do um, find that, that, you know, when I'm writing things down, it's becoming a mental process to a certain degree then there's a sort of a dual thing going on and that's a little bit more tricky than just like talking and like you know speaking inspiration that's coming through is a little bit less mental than actually having to to write things because it is a it's a mental process isn't it writing things down but I think I think people and it takes too it takes too long yeah (laughs) I can channel pretty fast so you know yeah that's it yeah it's quicker (laughs) but I think people find different ways easier don't they depending on you know how it how it how it works for them because I think some people find writing it down easier actually Mm -hmm. um than having to to speak it but I mean it you know whatever works really isn't it so I mean because I think you know as time goes on more and more I think more people are realizing that they can access spiritual wisdom you know doing these things like 
automatic writing or connecting to their spirit guides and I mean if you were going to give you know some tips to people on how to connect to their sort of spiritual or to spiritual wisdom and you know say they were sort of fairly new into it I mean what would be what would be something helpful I would ask people just to sit quietly and begin to listen to their heart. Just begin to listen to the stirrings of their soul and to their intuition. Because in those moments of quiet, quiet moments, we receive those epiphanies, we receive those awarenesses, we see, we receive the, um, the wisdom. So we may receive it in any, we may be driving down the street, uh, like I did the other day and something came to me. It's like, oh, okay. And so I'm out of my mental mind, but I'm still, you know, I was driving, but there's still part of me that received this information. So if we can begin to get out of our own way, not try so hard, and just begin to relax into our heart and begin to listen to our soul, into into our inner knowingness, because um, you had asked me to, to give one tip, and this, I just wanted to share that right now, if you don't mind, mm-hmm. is that just trust in the divine process of life. There is a process of divine grace in all of our lives. And when we begin to fully understand and believe that our life is in divine order, that there is divine grace, and that we don't have to know the way, but the way knows us. So our innate wisdom, our higher self, our soul, whatever you want to call it, it is guiding us. And if we can get out of the way, out of our ego, and allow our soul to guide us, and listen quietly, we'll know what we need to do, which will be able to help us to access our own intuitive abilities and awarenesses. Yeah, because I think I think a lot of us feel like we have to do something somehow. No, or not really. Or or that perhaps we're doing the wrong thing, or mm-hmm. you know, and that, and and yeah, I sort of hear you saying, you know, that's us getting in our own way, really. Yeah, quiet the mind to the best of your ability. And trust that you're going to receive what you need to receive. I've had so many experiences, I can't even share them with them in terms of which I'm sure you, you know, you've had as well, and the listeners had as well, where it's like life shows up and you're like, oh my gosh, you know, this has happened to me, or I met this person, or this thing has, has been brought forth to me, or this experience, or this awareness. And it's like, I wasn't trying for that. And yet, that's what I needed. That's what came into my life. So I think a lot of people really focus on doing, doing, doing. Mm. It's more about being and allowing and just quieting the mind. That's really my focus now is try to get out of my mental mind because I have always been pretty mental and emotional. And yet now it's like I'm just trying to detach and allow myself just to receive. Surrender, trust, allow, and receive. STAR is the acronym. Surrender, trust, allow, and receive. Oh, I really like that star. Surrender, trust, allow, and receive. That's good. (laughs) Yeah. Because remember, you don't have to know the way. The way knows you. So your soul, your inner guidance knows what you need. Oh, thank you for that. That's great. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. (laughs) Yeah. And I, and I like, I like the, what, what is it called? An acronym. It makes it yes. a lot easier to remember these things as well. Yes, yeah. star. And we're beautiful stars. We're beautiful light. <laughs> and we're beautiful stars. Surrender, trust, allow, and receive. 
<laughs> and we don't have to worry so much about life, you know, because we worry about, you know, our past, present, and future. You know, we worry about what ifs. We worry about, you know, da 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 da. I'm not doing enough. Like, just breathe, relax, and the journey will unfold. Mm-hmm. We tend to want to kind of control everything. I want to say and. In reality, I, I'd say we're probably not in as much as control as we think we are. <laughs> We'd like to pretend that we are, yeah. <laughs> yeah like, okay, so, you know, life is good. Just relax into it, you know. Trust in the divine grace is how I see it. I, I That's how I follow my life. I know that my life is in divine. It doesn't mean that I still don't worry about things or I still don't get into my head, but in the reality of, I know that all is in divine order and all is in divine grace. And that's, I go back to that center point. Yeah. Trust. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And returning to balance. Yes. That's something, uh, something I, I heard you mention recently. And I think you were talking about Sarah in connection with it. Is that right? <laughs> I was just going to say that you're reading my mind, you know, well, you know, Sarah. Yes, I was just going to say that. Yes, Sarah. Yes, Sarah has been knocking on my door probably for about a year and a half. And I have channeled 22 transmissions of Sarah for a third book, uh, which I think the working title is, I might change, um, The Missing Holy Grail. So Sarah is the missing holy grail. She's that which people have been seeking, which is sacred balance. And so this book will be brought forth in divine timing. I I stopped working with it last April, and I have not touched it since. I I finished the last uh, 22nd transmission. I remember in April last year, put it aside and haven't looked at it since. Uh, I assume that I need to have more do more inner work or there is not divine timing yet and so i there's a part of me that it's like okay is this going to get done but that's how my last book divine union the love story of jesus and mary magdalene worked i worked on it probably for three or four years and then all of a sudden after i went to mount shasta california and i was at the etheric energy temple in uh, mount shasta where they performed the marriage ceremonies of divine union after I was there doing an activation there at, at Mount Shasta, I was able to complete the Divine Union book. So I assume that there will be another um, portal opening so I can complete Sarah's book of Sacred Union and helping people understand that the that the that which they are searching searching for is the marriage of the Divine Mother, Divine Father energy within them, returning back into ascension, into our wholeness and unity, which is what Sarah holds. So. You more than I know about that since you are a oracle for Sarah. Well, yes. I mean, I feel like, I mean, I work very much with Sarah's energy and bringing through different aspects of her energy. Um, and, you know, I, I, I channel messages her, um, from her and things like that. But I don't, I, you know, I never feel like I'm a great expert on her or anything, sort of. Um, but, but I really help bring that energy through you know that's definitely definitely sort of one of my jobs on the earth and it's it's really interesting what you said about Mount Shasta and that sort of being an an initiation of energy that helps bring the the work through because 
I I um, really experience a lot of earth energies in 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 the landscape, and um, I've been working with earth energies for 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 quite a few years now. And um, just just from this year, 2019, I've started working really intensely. I've worked with it for quite a few years before, but Sarah has her own vibration of violet flame, and it's just it's just really coming in now to help us transform things into fifth dimensional energy. And um, when I was, I did a workshop with it recently. And when I was working with it, I realized there's sort of a a violet flame. um, I call it a temple, but it's like a landscape temple in Glastonbury. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. And then I started talking to other people and all these synchronicities started happening. And I realized she wants us to kind of plant these seeds around different parts of the world, these violet mm-hmm. flame landscape temples. And I planted a seed for one in here in the town where I live yesterday. Um, I did it yesterday in Roskilde where I live. And when I did it, a lot of powerful stuff happened with me yesterday. I cleared another big thing. And today, oh, as a family, we cleared, yeah, another big thing. And it's like, you know, these things, there's a lot of emotions and, you know, it takes quite a lot of energy. But it's just amazing how it all works, how it all works together like that. And I, and, and, and I love it. I love it that there's us and there's these words and there's that energy and then there's the earth and it and it's all we're all part of the you know it's all happening there's all this oneness and togetherness and and I love it I I really love it because it's not just a mental exercise then is it it's like it's a real thing and it's different parts of the earth and it becomes this wonderful kind of like mystical mystery landscape adventure (laughs) that's right it's it's like um I call it as the treasure hunt sometimes when we're yeah. doing the work that uh, the dots are put together. You know, you're guided to go somewhere or do something and it's like then big things begin to make sense. But then you don't really fully understand all what's happening. But you do feel it and you know something magical has taken place just like that day yeah. on Divine Union. Uh, yeah, which yeah opened exactly. Up. Exactly. And that's it because, because like I don't necessarily know what's going on. I don't have this huge mm-hmm. amount of information, but... I can feel all these things yes. are happening and maybe I'll get like one little nugget, little treasure <laughs> thing out, out of it. But um, that sort of leads me nicely onto the next thing I wanted to ask you, Lee. And that was about, I saw on YouTube, you've got um, videos for doing like sacred journeys. Yes. Is, that, is that something you, you go and do every year or? I have been working with like you, the earth energies probably now for starting in 2005 so yeah 14 years 15 years Uh, I've gone to Hawaii I've gone to the Bahamas I started working with the Lemurian energy in Hawaii then I started working with the Atlantean energy in the Bahamas then I went to Shasta and worked with the Lemurian energy and so like you I do these earth activations and opening these portals and I take groups there small groups uh, it's all channeled information. It's all experiential. It's about feeling the energy and awakening so that we can move forward into a higher frequency. Um, like you, I don't fully always understand what's happening, but it's all documented. You know, I, I have it written down. I have it transcribed. 
and then last year, uh, my spiritual son, who lives in Kuwait, loves to travel. And so he took me to Ireland last year. And so Mary Magdalene had told me, um, I don't know, a month or two prior to that, I needed to start doing videos. I'm not very computer savvy or technology savvy. I just don't know how to do all these things. I go, okay, fine. You know, how's that going to happen? Uh, so then when Jared took me to Ireland, we started filming uh, these videos at the sacred sites at um, um, Glendalough. And we could really feel the energy there uh, in the land. And then in September, we went to Egypt, Jordan, Cyprus, and I filmed in the Pyramid of Giza, bringing the energy from Isis, the Holy of the Holies, and uh, Jeshua, the energy through the Great Pyramid of Giza, and activating and bringing these new frequencies in through the ley lines into the earth. And people are telling me that they actually feel the energy when they watch these videos and they're activated by them. So then we went to India in December and I got to go to India to an Ayurvedic treatment center. And then we went on to Turkey. And so I did more filming. So there'll be more filming, but to make a long story short about a year ago, as Mary Magdalene said, oh, you need to do videos. I go, oh, how am I going to do that? And now if you see my YouTube channel, I have, you know, several mm. videos. Quite a few on there. But um, the technology is amazing now, isn't it? That you can just go live and be making a video and it can be straight away people are seeing it. I mean, you know, 20 years ago, it would have been unthinkable. And now you just push a button. <laughs> And they watch. So yeah. like I said, I'm, I've been doing this work for 26 years and quietly getting the messages out to small groups. And then Jesus and Mary Magdalene, they wanted me to get the work out and they said it would go through the grassroots. And so I also, every Monday morning as I do my Mary Magdalene teachings, I put it out on Facebook. I do the transcription. I have that transcribed and then on, I send it out on Facebook and then that's been going viral. And people have been finding me all over the world. I think that's how your friend found me. I think Astrid, who connected me to you. And then now I have the YouTube channel. And so people are finding me there. So, you know, this is another avenue for me. So um, I just laugh, you know, because I'm just, you know, I'm sitting in my house and doing my class every week for years and years and years. And, you know, now I'm able to connect with you in Denmark, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I know. It is really amazing. And uh, yeah, it, yeah, it was Louise that told me about you. And I'm, I'm really grateful for the, the people I know in my life that tell me things because I don't have so much time to, to go on Facebook and in the internet and to look for these different things right. and it's it's wonderful because people just write to me and say oh by the way have you seen this person you might be interested in and then I'm like you know there's another person it's like wow that's great because when I first started um channeling Sarah it was oh it was after I'd been to a trip to Hawaii actually it was a year later after I'd been to the big island and um and and I connected with Sarah and it was all a bit of it was a bit it was a bit of a strange shock for me because mm -hmm. she wasn't someone that I believed in particularly uh -huh. or was interested in or you know I was a real goddess person I really loved the divine feminine uh -huh. um, 
and angels and you know all these kinds of things but she was just I you know I just well who are you <laughs> yeah. I had, I, yeah I had worked with um like uh, yeah Yeshua and Mary Magdalene but um but what, what I was going to say was I sort of I looked around everywhere to sort of try and find her out mm-hmm. there you know on the internet and books and, and I could find very 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 little right um and there's more there's more stuff there's more stuff around and and when I looked at your website and saw your um you know opening sort of chapters for the for the Sarah book that you've been channeling I was so excitedly I was like yeah and it it was lovely to read because I was like reading these things and I was going yeah I got that yeah yeah I, I I felt that and you know it's like I don't feel so lonely with it oh thank thank you because I don't know anybody else who works with Sarah either and and I think you told me that you know she uh uh, we'll be knocking on my door again soon. So, you know, it's like she's sort of been away for a year somewhere. Like, okay, she's, I think she's been waiting for me to catch up or something. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. 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 But I mean, but that's, that's it. You know, we have to, we have to go through the processes that we need to go through. And also the earth needs to go through the processes mm-hmm. she needs to go through because it's, it's all happening together and there's so much happening, isn't there? So your, your, your sacred journeys that, you go on do you have like a focus when you go on these journeys or do you just go and and just let it let what needs to come through come through I just let what needs to come through to come through I I never try to control anything so even when I'm doing channelings for people or in my own work I don't try to control anything so um, I might have an idea or uh, a thought of okay this is what might be happening uh, but it's even, it's always greater than what I experienced. So when we went to Egypt and we were in the great pyramid, um, if you see that video on my YouTube, uh, back in October yeah, of this year of 2018, it was really, really powerful. I mean, when I was in there and I heard my voice and the echoing of the vibration just emitted back into my body, I was just like, oh my God, it was just like, I could feel all this powerful energy when I was channeling. My voice had changed. I was just, it was like all this transformation was going on. All this energy was like reverting back into my body. It was like all the energy that I was calling for was just going into my physical body. I could feel it. And I was like in somewhat of a trance because we had just had a small group there and, and they were all really mesmerized by the whole experience. And like I said, we we don't fully understand exactly what happened, but we felt the energy and we knew something powerful happened. And yet when I got done, I, I, this was the last thing I was um, planned to do because I'd gone to Kuwait uh, where Jared lives. And then we went on to Jordan to the Dead Sea and uh, was fortunate enough to, to, um, to soak in the Dead Sea and be, be there uh, in that energy. And then we moved on to Cyprus where I have some clients and then I taught a class there and was lucky to go there. And we went on to Egypt and that was the finale. And then I just knew, you know, whatever this culmination of the work that I did traveling in this region, that once I got done in the great pyramid, it was like a sense of completion. I was like, so happy. I was like, do I understand fully what happened? No, but I know that I, I completed what I was called to do and I, I was satisfied and completely, um, you know, filled with love. That sounds great. Oh, I'll be looking. I'll be looking for that um, video and having a 
having a little watch of that. And I mean, it is, it's, it is, it's always really nice to read information if people have it. But on the other hand, I also, you know, like that things can be a mystery. And in, 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 in one way, it's, it's sort of the point that certain things are a bit of a mystery because you can't explain and quantify absolutely everything. But no. you can feel it in your heart. It's like, all right, the brain might not have like A, B, C, D, and mm-hmm. then that makes it. But, but your soul, your soul knows it. And it's like yep, you, have that's a, right. you have a knowing. In, inside yourself and a lot of people come to Sarah that way they've seen something or they've heard something and something in them just suddenly recognizes it and they don't know why you know and so that you know people write to me and say you know who is she and what what is it what is it all about and um yeah yeah but but yeah I like I, I kind of like things being a bit of a mystery as well <laughs> Well, it's so exciting. Like I said, it's like a treasure hunt. But what these sacred journeys are for, really the way we designed them, was back last June when Anthony Bourdain died. I don't know if you know him. He uh, was on CNN and he traveled the world and he was a chef or a cook and he would go to different countries and he would meet with the people. And then he died. It really troubled me. And so uh, that's when Jared and I, Jared loves to travel. So he said, oh, let's become the new Anthony Bourdain. Let's go to these sacred sites and be able to share with people these different sites remotely, like Anthony Bourdain's show, Parts Unknown. And so the goal was, which Spirit had told me, was that people would be able, if they physically couldn't go there or they couldn't you know, financially afford there, it was not feasible for them to go to Egypt or Turkey or Cyprus or India that people would actually be able to be activated and downloaded with the energy remotely. So that's what these videos are about. Mm-hmm. So they're accessible to anyone that's sitting in their own home. And like you said, they're feeling the energy. They're being activated with the energy. And I've had that response from several people that they're, you know, they're feeling it. They're feeling the power of it. So that was the purpose of doing it. Oh, that's amazing. That's wonderful. And, um, you mentioned the the uh, chef Anthony. I can't remember what was his name. Bourdain. 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 Yeah, because we were watching me and um, my husband Thomas. We were watching that on Danish television. They were showing it on Danish television, mm-hmm. um, and 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 I'd never seen him before. And I was like, "Wow, this guy's amazing. Who's this guy?" And I looked him up on the internet, mm-hmm. and I saw that he'd actually um, he he died, and he 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 committed suicide um sadly and um and 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 it was so, that was it was such a shock because he's so vibrant on the on the screen he is i was that really saddened me and yeah. um it's actually his soul came to me oh. and um his spirit came to me and you know told me that he was in an act of desperation yeah. and that he of course wished he hadn't done that but there was some personal issues and um um he was yeah. in regret yeah and I was looking looking at his what I read about him I could see he hadn't had a he hadn't had a an easy life and um you know I used to be a psychiatric nurse um so for quite a few years you know I worked I worked with people who were you know all sorts of different type of mental health issues but you know were suicidal and and, and what I really saw 
working on the psychiatric wards was just people. It was just people. And, you know, one in three people suffer from mental health issues, mm-hmm. probably, probably more, you know, and it's something that's really not um, very, I mean, it's, it's, it's more acknowledged openly now than it was like, you know, 20 years ago, but there's still a, there's still a long, there's a, still a long way towards sort of healing um, these things. But I just really thought, I'm just going back to your book again, like the Enlightenment, the Mary Magdalene. Speak. I, I, I think her words, they're just, I think they're really good for your mental health. <laughs> I think oh, thank a, you. Thank that should you. have a mental health. Um, yeah, it's good for your mental health to read this. Um, oh, thank bit, you. Of course, you know, spiritual people, we all suffer from mental health issues the same as, as everybody else and perhaps even more because there's a, it's an extra extra sensitivity there um with a lot of us that that makes it a little hard to i really liked i, I read um i really like the thing about don't take on the whole world's burdens i really that i was reading that i was reading that um mary magdalene was was saying that and i was thinking yeah i was telling my husband about that when i got up i was like <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna remember just like just my world, just just the world I live in. It's like because I do tend to get really caught up in, um, you know, there's just too many things out there to get upset about, isn't there? And then and then and then you don't get the things done in your day that you could have done that would have made the world maybe a bit of a better play, place because <laughs> like you get too caught up in all the disasters and everything. So. Um, well, there's a, uh, a way of, that I try to live is try not to be attached. Yeah. It doesn't mean that I don't care, but I try not to be attached. So I'm learning the art of non-attachment in the sense of um, I know what's happening and I still hold the space of love and compassion. And yet it doesn't serve me and my work that I'm doing as a light worker to become overly attached mm-hmm. to what's happening. So I'm just holding the light, holding the love and bringing that energy of compassion, you know, to the world and to the people. Because as you, we're here to help lift the vibration, like the 100 monkey syndrome. So, you know, other people are moving into the vibration of joy. They're moving into the vibration of peace because all of these lower frequencies that are on the earth, we can become entrapped in them, Mm. you know, causing us the disillusion, you know, of who we are and what life is about. So um, even as I'm here in Illinois, uh, being with my dad, you know, and he's 89. And I know that, you know, more than likely it appears, you know, my dad's probably not going to be around much longer. And then I'm still trying to hold the space of love for him and try not to get caught up in that emotion, emotion of, of the third dimension of my own emotions and what's happening and trying to hold that space of love in a higher frequency. So really, if we can do that, you know, in the world, that's what we're here to do. So that's really what my work is about empowering people and Mary's messages and Jeshua's messages. And, and I'm sure Sarah's messages as well in this new book that I'll bring out. It's about being in the balance and holding that space so that we can help all of our brothers and sisters, you know, all of the kingdoms to move forward into ascension. Mm. I know, I know um, a lot of Sarah's work for me has been uh, her helping me ground and to, to be here and to be, present here um Mm -hmm. on the on the earth but at the same time like bringing that divinity in so Mm -hmm. like i'm not trying to escape 
the difficult emotion yeah. or right. facing the yeah. di- but at the same time you bring you know you bring so- you bring something else in that then sort of transforms that situation and holding that kind of like divine fullness it's it's a practice <laughs> it's it is a practice, a practice. Yes. it is yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not saying I've mastered it, but I this yeah, is, no, know, exactly. I, I try to stay back to center. Okay, this is what I'm here. This is what I'm, you know, try to stay in that art of non-attachment to the best of my ability. Yeah, and I always say that to people. I say that's why it's called a spiritual practice because <laughs> it that's doesn't right. mean you have to be able to be able to do it. It means that you keep practicing it, and that's that's really okay. And that's you know that's good enough. That's the whole point. It's like, oh, phew, thank yeah. God for that. <laughs> that's right. Just breathe, just breathe. <laughs> it's all good. It's all, it'll be all okay. Remember, you don't have to know the way. The way knows you. <laughs> so, I mean, thank you very much for joining us today. Um, before, before we finish, I just want to ask you, is there anything I haven't asked you about that you want to tell about? Or is there any last words you want to say? Well, I just want to say thank you for this opportunity. And again, I'm really grateful to know you. I mean, personally, this is so exciting for me to to be able to connect with you in Denmark. And, you know, as a fellow Sarah, you know, part of the sisterhood of Sarah, I'm, I'm just really honored and blessed. And I'm humbled, you know, by our connection today. And so I'm just, I'm in, just in deep gratitude. So I, that's really all I want to say. I'm just, I'm just in deep gratitude to you. So thank you for, for allowing me this opportunity. Oh, you're you're really welcome, Lee. And yeah, it's been wonderful for me because I really enjoy meeting people like this and hearing a bit about their stories and hearing the things they have to share. And I find it really, really uplifting. And it makes me feel I can just sense that kind of worldwide, yeah, web and circle of like roses and light and um it's yeah it's really it's really enlightening and I just love that energy and I'm sure when people listen to these um podcasts and you know I do get feedback people saying they 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 really can feel so much peace coming from it and it's to me it's like oh yeah and then people can connect to that and that's just like that's just such a gift for me because it just yeah it makes me it makes me rise above (laughs) <laughs> that's right so, we, yeah. we need each other yeah we do we do yeah. and the only thing I wanted to share is just if they want to see my videos they can go to my website which is leechapin.com it's l-e-a-c-h-a-p-i-n.com and then if you wish to subscribe to my youtube channel and see all the videos and receive those downloads from those activations from all the sacred journeys uh, you can go to my youtube channel and just channel Lee Chapin YouTube you know just there I am and you can see all the all of the transmissions and my Monday weekly Monday Mary Magdalene messages are on there every week as well so is that on YouTube yeah so those are uplifted um, and downloaded on my YouTube as well as um, you know all the sacred site journeys that I've done in Ireland and Egypt so every week you'll get a message uh that will be current and relevant to the time. So um, they'll come in and talk about what is relevant. They talked about um, going into actually the inner earth 
uh, into the sacred inner earth of Agartha a couple of weeks ago, and I got more hits on that, and I have no idea why. Uh, and yet, we've also they also talked about the recent fire in France at the uh, cathedral, uh, and so spirit will come in and explain the higher pers- spiritual perspective of the current of current events. So that's what happens every Monday. I have no idea what they're going to say. I just show up and. <laughs> And I bring it forth. So yeah. thank you again. I appreciate it. You are yeah. beautiful, beautiful light. I'm so happy that we have connected. And, and uh, thank you, my fellow Sarah sisters. So. Thank you. Thank you. And I will put those links in for people as well in the show notes um, underneath the podcast. So they'll be able to just click and go to your YouTube channel and your website. So um, they'll be able to find that nice and easy. But thank you, Lee. Thank you for joining us today. And um, I look forward to speaking to you again at some point when that book's finished. (laughs) Well, we will. And I'm going to take some of your classes. So, yeah, I want to stay connected to you. So thank you so much. Okay. Thank you. Have a blessed day. Thank you. And thank you to everyone who's been listening to us today. Goodbye. And... Bless you. Oh,
kahapili kohaluhaia. Eia ke kaula lo pihihana he kohopuhu kapaliliai. Haina mahi kapuana e kahaliku puakukui. Hey, no, no, na, ka ue i.